Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from W-O-Y-A-B. 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is Friday. And uh, we made it through another week. No small feat between uh, the Rona, Democrat kids, in Jackson Water, it's a wonder anybody's still alive around this place. But uh, we are here, and uh, we're glad to be here. And it is uh, Friday. In another hour and 53 minutes, it will be the beginning of the Gun and Knife Club here in the city of Jacktown. Of course, it never really ends. But what we have done, we've asked the uh, miscreants, the uh, human debris that makes up the uh, criminal element uh, that plagues this city, uh, if they would keep their criminal activity uh, limited to the hours of 6 p.m. on Friday to 7 a.m. on Monday, giving the hard-working people of this city an opportunity to get home with their hard-earned lucre, pesos, Deutschmarks, dollar bills, y'all, so they can take care of their family. And uh, they gave us a a nod, I guess. They gave us an indication that they would do that. But as you know, over the years, we've seen that violated time and time again. But anyway... So as a public service announcement to you, because that's the kind of guy I am, I'm telling you, you need to be strapped down in Jacktown or out of town by 6 p.m. Because you will be a member of the Gun and Knife Club whether you want to be or not. All right. That's right. And look, if you can't stand pain, if you can't stand bullet holes, if you don't like having that airtight seal punctured with lead, you need to be out of Jackson. Folks, we live in an area that's dominated politically and demographically uh, by Democrats. And wherever you have Democrats in charge, what are you going to have? Senseless murder, random violence, and general mayhem. And may I add trash? I mean, I'm talking about, I guess the trash is to cover up all the bodies littered around the streets of Jackson. Well, speaking of that, jacksonjambalaya.com, the website by Kingfish, has a trailer on there. Um. This Bruce Willis movie that was filmed here in Jackson. I don't. Who knew Bruce Willis was here? And then uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, stars in the movie is Leon. Of course, Leon is a cultural icon in the black community. He played in a lot of music. He played the lead role in, in a lot of the um, um, well, biopics, I guess, of the Temptations and the um, Five Heartbeats. And it was, I think, he played Little Richard too. And uh, he's a, he's a good actor. He really is. And uh, he he's going to be the uh, villain in the movie. And of course, they had some cameo picture, uh, appearances by Chalk Lines Lumumba. Uh, he was in there looking his dapper self, uh, uh, pontificating and waving his hand and saying absolutely nothing. Of course, that's the kind of leadership that that is craved by most uh, Democrat kids. They like that do nothing but look flashy, look like you got that swag thing going from birth. And uh, uh, you get voted in every time. So uh, uh, the movie is uh, there's a trailer of it on it uh, on um, 
on Kingfisher's website, jacksonjambalaya.com. Check it out. It looks like it's going to be a good movie. It's on, along the Bruce Willis genre. And uh, believe it or not, there's a lot of killing and murders in the movie. Who? Do, I mean, why would they pick Jackson? And of course, uh, you know, they, I guess they, as one of the commentators in comment section of Jackson Jambalaya's uh, article was, uh, well, they didn't have to uh, uh, waste the money, uh, spend money rather on dead bodies around the town. <laughs> Jackson, if we don't produce anything else, we produce dead bodies. That's the way we roll. But again, and oh, by the way, it's not going to get any better. Oh, y'all can get mad at me, uh, uh, Thomas and, and, and the ball and all the rest of them. They can get, but they cannot change. They can't. They couldn't elevate their games if their lives depend on it. And guess what? Their lives depend on it. But hey, that's why I'm giving you the heads up, telling you to get the heck out of Dodge. That's right. Make it over to those environments where the Tea Party's principles rule, okay? Because if you stay here in Jackson between 6 p.m. and 7, uh, 6 p.m. on Friday and 7 a.m. on Monday, baby, if you don't know Jesus, you better get acquainted. Because you're going to be fellowshipping. Either that, either that. Baby, you better get you some Kevlar because you're going down there where it's real hot. Uh, so I'm just telling you, for your own good. Do what you can to get out of Jackson. And, of course, we will be, of course, it's cold outside. It is cold. This is that cold, damp, cold that, you know, th- this is no time to be a a, a, uh, a bum. I'm going to tell you that now. All the benefits of living carefree on the streets goes out the windows during times like this. You know, but, hey, we try to tell you, hey, man, you need to get your crap together. Oh, man, I'm hairy hippie. I got this. It ain't no sweat. I can handle this. I didn't even see no bums on the corner of Lakeland and uh, I-55. It was cold. I, I I think I did see a sign that says, we'll be back later. <laughs> Boy, those folks are dedicated, I guarantee you. And here, here we got Hemp Hill and all these other construction companies looking for workers, people who work outside. But yet these guys can't show up. But they're normally there in the cold weather. But this is cold weather here. You stand out there on that wet mud for a while, baby. But you know what? We try to tell you. Hey, man, you need to get your crap together. We got all these organizations out there. Of course, our beloved Stu Pot is constantly helping anyone who needs help. And as uh, uh, Williams Equipment would like to remind you, make a donation to stewpot.org, uh, whether it's canned goods, cash, or your volunteer services. They would appreciate it all. On behalf of Williams Equipment, they ask you to join in, put your shoulder against the wheel, and help stamp out poverty and hunger. And I can think, of, I mean, of course, you know, my idea of stamping out poverty and hunger is using some brogans. <laughs> not tell you to get up and work. Of course, all these squeamish folks out here don't like a little, you know, uh, foot therapy. You know, that, that 12-step program called Stacey Adams used to work well back in the day. But no, you can't do it now. That's why I always say, folks, if I was mayor, oh, police officers have an easy job. They wouldn't have to do no, a police officer wouldn't even need an ink pen if they were a police officer under my uh, mayorship. Because my position is don't bring no, don't arrest nobody. Beat them down in the field. Do them like the old white Democrats used to do black folks back in the day. Here, son. Swim with these chains across the river. Oh, yeah. You say what you will. It cut down on a whole lot of BS. Kim, I can't believe. Doing Negro History Month. I can't believe I was since. Look, I told you. I'm about things that work, okay? 
things to get the job done. Right now, ain't, things ain't getting done. It simply ain't. I read in the paper yesterday where our beloved Hines County Circuit Court Judge Tommy Green is taking it to the House at the end of 2022. Couldn't retire. Now, of course, I guess the governor will be making an appointment if she retires, and I guess that's going to be Deborah Gibbs. Uh, you know, because I mean, they all look, they all friends, cousins, and everything else. And of course, Tate Reeves always looking to burnish his image uh, as a nice guy. Until it comes to the COVID vaccine, uh, COVID-related items, but uh, yeah, she's stepping down. And I was reading the little blurb on WLBT about that, and I'm thinking, do you notice something here when these people step down? Particularly、uh, the very first this, that, or the other first woman, first black, first whatever. They always talk about where all. In her case, I served in three branches of government: county government.、Uh, Legislature and district judge, or, or、uh, head judge, chief judge down there now. But they never talk about any accomplishments. Like, w e supposed to be happy. Man, we're really happy you w a s there, Tommy. And the system is breaking down around us. But now, if you had to put a white person in there, especially a white liberal, same job, man, they would have made all sorts of change. I ain't saying changes for the good, but they would have moved left, right, up, or down. We get in those positions, just sit there and look pretty. To have laurels and accolades laid at our feet while our community is collapsing all around us. But when we were in Tougaloo, when we were at Jackson State, when we were at Morehouse, we had all these ideals how we're going to save the world, how we're going to make the world better. Get up in there, don't do nothing. But hey, you know, this is what we come to expect. Ch- chalk lines the same way. All of them, I mean, they get down there, don't do anything. You can't even get black politicians anymore to talk about education unless they're running for office. I meant to tell Celeste when she was、uh, here the other day, you need to go talk to Stephanie Foster. Oh, she was all mouth about what she was going to do for education. And then go over there and get mumbles down at the County Board of Supervisors, Credell, tell him to use some of his dope boy magic down at the legislature and get this woman an audience with some folks. If you, if you notice, and you can write this in blood, if you don't notice it now, you'll notice it going forward. Black politicians don't respond to us. They don't respond to black people. Oh, they will respond to some crackhead getting beat down and regulated out in the streets by some uh, uh, officer who's giving that brother or sister a well deserving butt whooping for all the menace and mayhem they brought onto the uh, uh, families and houses and neighborhoods that they、uh, practice their trade in. But try to get these black politicians to respond on behalf of these babies in these schools who just need an education. Can't get it. We played for you、uh, the clip from Tucker Carlson where he's chronicling the deplorable educational system, public education K 12 there in the city of Baltimore. In which the graduating class had 61 people who graduated reading at a kindergarten level. 61 folks. Baltimore is the home, headquarters, birthplace of the NAACP. It may not be the birthplace, but anyway, two out of three is good enough. 
and home of Derek Johnson, the most caring Negro who's making money off Negroes that's ever sat in that seat. You don't hear the NAACP raising saying about that. You know why? Because the school board there in Baltimore is ran by all black Democrats. And black Democrats don't fix problems, they make problems worse. Now, the ones who were graduating at a reading level of, of a kindergarten, they were only 1% or 2% of the class. So, I mean, let's be fair. It wasn't all of them. I mean, you had some graduating who could read at the second and third grade level. Jesus, come on, Kim. Don't be so hard. What do you want? You want these kids to read and write? Uh, yeah. Well, you can't have it. You can have black government, though. How's that black government working for you there, bruh? All right, folks. And, and as always, the emergency broadcast system trying to uh, stop my flow, trying to hold a black man down, uh, burst in with absolutely nothing to tell us. But that's fine. I will have, tell you about somebody who has something to tell you. That's real estate agent extraordinaire Rita Jensen. Rita who's been in the business going on 30 years now and really knows how to market. And folks, and they can get you the absolute best price for your home if you're looking to sell your home. Folks, you need that REMAX connection. That's Rita Jensen. Rita's number is 601-720-4037. You know, uh, it's more to it than just getting a listing agreement and sticking a sign in your yard. Rita, unlike many others, does more than just stick that sign in your yard and put it in MLS. Rita's out there putting the marketing muscle on that. And that's why she's getting the results that she has. That's why when you're looking to sell your home, Rita's your girl. Check her out at RitaJensen.net. That's J-E-N-S-E-N.net. RitaJensen.net. Her number is 720-4037. She's got uh, the home buyer's guarantee. Uh, She'll guarantee the seller of your home. She's putting the marketing muscle behind it. She's got the knowledge. She's got the relationship. She knows all the uh, uh, various actors up and down the real estate food chain when it comes to getting that house sold, closed, and you moved on to your new location, you need to call Rita, 720-4037. All right, folks, let's go to Mobile Bob. Yes, sir. Hey. Hey. Hey, uh, watching the show on the internet on YouTube, I like to watch with uh, ABL, Anthony Brian Logan. He's talking about Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, and apparently he's finally woken up to this, that, People shouldn't be forced to take vaccine, to take the shot, the mandates. And he's like, you probably got some podcasts where he said this. And uh, yeah, it's great you're doing this now, Shaq and all, but you met your students through Kyrie Irving under the bus on your way to this great realization. You know, these latecomers to this realization is kind of is good. I mean, I'm, yeah, I guess I guess we can use I guess we can use you, but you all still causing a great deal of harm on your way here. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, yeah. All these folks waking up to Biden now. Well, Hugh stuck us with this junk. If you had gotten a clue sooner, we wouldn't be here. But this is lady, that lady on here. Her name is Michelle Turner on his show. She, apparently she worked for entertainment tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shag was saying people shouldn't be forced to take the, the shot. And Michelle was going to say, well, this, they're not being forced. They're not being forced. And Shag was saying, hey, if you tell me they're going to get fired, that's forced. And she wants to keep saying, that's not forced. Again. I guess because in their mind, force is they tied us to a bed and stuck it into our arms. Right. No, oh, but uh, but she works for entertainment tonight. If one, if uh, Joe Biden looking creep 
who worked for that show said, hey, you want to keep your job? Get on the casting couch and do your best Kamala Harris impersonation. <laughs> I, bet, <laughs> I bet she would feel forced. That's right. That's right. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, I've just come to the conclusion these people are evil. And many, well, let's just say they're full of crap and many of them are evil while being full of crap. I don't feel any obligation to try to entertain them, to argue with them, to debate them, try to convince them, sell them or whatever. The bottom line is the answer is no. This is a rock solid no. This is not something that I need to go home and think about. The answer is no right now. It's going to be answered the same answer two weeks from now, a month from now, a year from now. Period. Yeah, and I've heard some of these other media types claiming people aren't being forced. There's no people aren't being forced to take the shot. <laughs> because in their, I mean, it's just beyond a belief in their mind that threatening to fire someone unless they put, you, allow you to poke their arm with this junk isn't forcing them, isn't trying to forcing them to do it. Okay, the, the optimum word, I guess, is coercion, but we all know what we mean when we say force. That it don't mean that you point the gun to the head. When you threaten someone's job and uh, uh, say do this or else you lose your job, anybody with a brain feels like they're being forced. Well, now, even though you used to work coercion, it's, you feel forced. It, it is forced. And here's the thing: when they force you to take that, uh, uh, you know, face that ultimatum, you get fired or take the jab. When you decide to take the jab, they have you sign papers saying you're not being forced. Okay, they know what they're doing is wrong. Right. They know what they're doing is sketchy. They know what they're doing is probably going to be deemed illegal. And to that point, uh, Dr. Was it Malone? One of the doctors, McCullough, Dr. McCullough, is pointing out the fact that, uh, and who is it, Dr. McCullough? There's another guy. I can't think of his name. He, he laid out the legal basis for it. He says, listen, if one of these individuals, that would be Dasik, Fauci, World Health, uh, WHO, CDC. If one or any of these individual entities is indicted, found guilty, the entire COVID scam collapses because they're all interrelated. They're all working on one another. He said all this is, is part and partial of the 1986 act that gave them the the liability that any felony committed in in, in the uh, uh, distribution or institution of these so-called vaccine passing out to the people, any felony that's committed negates the entire act. So that's why I said we got 82 DAs here in Mississippi. You got the uh, state's attorney general. Then you got the attorney general, I mean, the district attorneys and all the other counties in the rest of the country. If am one of those had the balls to bring the case, and put it before, just like they want to put Trump before a jury in either D.C. or Atlanta because they know they've got a favorable anti-Trump base. Well, they we're going to have the same thing if we can get it in front of a jury anywhere else in America. Folks, I'm telling you, if we if you would just stand, we're going to win this and we're going to win it big. It does, just, it does look like the narrative again. Now you're starting to lose the Shaquille O'Neal's. Right. So, again, uh, better late than never, but okay. But they're starting to lose the Shaquille O'Neal's. And even he's getting a clue, which even though the, despite that nitwit, who wants to claim that it's not for us? Well, uh, and even he realized it. Well, I, I think there are a lot of people getting a clue. Many of them just scared. People just just afraid. They always everybody's we all of our whole lives we've been talking about what we believe and all that stuff. Well, now uh, that belief has to be turned into conviction, and many people can't get the courage up to do it. 
Shaquille's got his up, and he's going to find out that it costs something to have conviction. But I think he can withstand it. What, what are they going to do, fire Shaq? I think <laughs> well, I think it's his own podcast. It'll be pretty hard to do. Right. But, but yeah, like like maybe I'll point, Anthony Brown pointed out, hey, just like a couple of months ago, you were telling Kyrie Irving that if he was on, he was on his team. Mm-hmm. You pin him against the wall and say, "Hey, get with it and get the shot." Mm-hmm. Now you tell him he shouldn't be, which would have been forced also. <laughs> <laughs> but now you want to claim that, okay, great, Shaq, uh, welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But Vertican to make that nonsense that it's not forced. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And and the people who are who get that ultimatum. And of course, to take these shots and take them when they really didn't want to, they don't feel grateful afterwards. They feel violated afterwards. I know plenty of people who had to take the shot to keep their job, and not a, because and they didn't want it. And not a single one of them felt grateful afterwards. Right. Well, and the thing about it, if you do, if you do end up taking the shot, decide to take the shot, you should send a, a letter, certified mail, to the CEO, Human Resources, your immediate supervisor, and everybody else, saying, "I am taking this shot under." duress, under coercion, under bribery, blackmail, whatever you whatever you want to call it. Put, put everything down and let them know because they're going to have you sign a paper saying that you hold them harmless. You letting them know, no, I'm not holding you harmless. No, I'm letting you know that if things turn around, we find out that you guys have been part of this scam and cabal, you're going to have to pay me. But people are scared to even write the dang letter. So what can right. you do? I mean, you know, what can you do? Right, because... Because of where the media has gotten everybody scared. But like you said, people are starting to get more brave, the truckers, the shacks, mm-hmm. and people like that. And so it's the, the, the car, house of cards is starting to fall apart. I think after this midterm, when they end there, when they get rid of Sleepy Creepy Joe, then they'll uh, then I think it'll really start to collapse. I hope so. Hope you're right, brother. Good to hear from you. All right, buddy. All right, let's take a break. This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, I want to play something for you here. You know, uh, Dr. Dobbs and his crew are beating the drums about uh, the number of uh, pediatric deaths that's occurring. Uh, I want to point out to you, number one, these kids weren't dying. When the first year of the coronavirus, they weren't dying until they started getting getting these shots. Oh, no, Dr. Dobbs is trying to tell us it's the variants that's killing these kids and the fact that they hadn't been vaccinated and these variants are so much dangerous. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They weren't dying when the, when the real spike protein was out there ravaging the streets. Uh-huh. I want you to hear this. Folks, I want you to listen to this nurse. She's telling what she saw, what she's endured. She's got the credentials. And she's pointing out the fact. Folks, you do not... 
you do not want to go to the hospital if you, if you, get, if you test positive. You do, just listen, and I'll, I'll make my commentary when I come back. The harm that is coming to the patients in the American hospitals and the lack of early intervention. My name is Nicole Sirotek. I'm a registered nurse. I've been a registered nurse for over a decade. My specialty is critical care, trauma, and flight. Um, since the start of the COVID pandemic, I've actually been rebranded, I guess you can say, as a leading expert in early intervention strategies executed on a large mass scale using the FLCCC protocol, as well as um, ventilator, or COVID patient ventilator protective strategies to optimize uh, COVID patients on the ventilators. My story actually begins back in May of 2020. I was one of the original nurses that went to NYC to help with the COVID pandemic, because as we remembered, they needed nurses. Most importantly, they needed ventilators. Well, I was the whole package, a flight nurse that can manage ventilators. And when I arrived there, um, the gross negligence and the medical you know, malfeasance that happened in there and the complete medical mismanagement of these patients is what had led us, has led us to the situation that we're in right now. The pandemic and the hysteria that was created from poor public health measures and poor execution of appropriate early intervention strategies and the handicapping of medical professionals doing their job has led to where we are right now and into the crisis situation that we are in. I will use several key case studies that will represent larger uh, descriptive statistical information for what I'm going to speak of. But when I was in New York, and what continues to happen today is that many of them are not dying from COVID. Now, many people don't know about me is that I'm actually a master's prepared biochemist, and I have worked extensively with the HIV uh, virus tracking um, genetic mutations. So I feel very comfortable going toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of these doctors here, although I am not a doctor, I'm just a nurse. But what we saw in these front lines, we knew what was happening. And when we asked for the ibuprofen, they said, no, it was contraindicated. When we asked, like, why aren't we giving them steroids? Oh, well, it's not. We're just following orders. Following orders has led to the sheer number of deaths that has occurred in these hospitals. I didn't see a single patient die of COVID. I've seen a substantial number of patients die of negligence and medical malfeasance. Um, when I was on the front lines of New York, I'm unfortunately known uh, globally viral as the nurse that was in the break room sobbing, saying that they were murdering my patients. The pharmaceutical companies had gone into those hospitals and decided to um, practice, I guess you can say, on, on the minorities, on the disadvantaged, on the marginalized populations that we know that we had no advocates for because the very agencies that should have been protecting them were closed because we were sheltering in place. Now, while I was there and I saw that the pharmaceutical companies were rolling out remdesivir onto the patients, I tried to get a hold of the IRBs. I tried to get a hold of my appropriate chain of command. I tried CMS. I tried Department of Health. And they rolled out remdesivir onto a substantial number of patients for which we all saw it was killing the patients. And now it's the FDA-approved drug that is continuing to kill patients in the United States. As nurses, we've co collected a statistical or descriptive amount of information that you may not get from the doctors because for more they do quantitative data. We do qualitative data with a humanistic, phenomenological approach in nursing research. 
And so we've collected the data from all of these patients across the country from which we have been helping patients because I formed the organization American Frontline Nurses and the Advocacy Network so nurses could advocate for these patients. And all of this data pool shows that as these patients get remdesivir, they have a less than 25% chance of survival if they get more than two doses. Now they're rolling it out on children as well and into the nursing homes or school nursing facilities as early intervention when as Dr. Pierre Corey and Dr. Merrick have already demonstrated that there are cost-effective medications out there and we are going to see the amplification of death across our country. And we haven't even touched on the vaccines for which all of our expert panels have already very well described that situation. So I won't touch on that since many of them are by far superior to me than, than even I could ever hope to be. But I can tell you that two days ago, I, f I flew out my first 10-year-old with a heart attack, and I had to fight the doctor in the ER because he's like, 10-year-olds don't have heart attacks. And I argued back and forth for 30 minutes to force his hand to get an EKG to find out that he was had almost a complete STEMI, which is ST-elevated myocardial inf infarction, for which you could see it lit up on the 12-lead EKG. And he's like, well, that's not possible. And I'm like, well, he was just vaccinated yesterday. It is very much possible. Oh, at any given time, people are getting a hold of me and the nurse advocates at American Frontline Nurses to help advocate because, as you've seen, there is victim shaming that, it do oh, it's anxiety, oh, it's this. But in actuality, if they put down that it was a vaccine injury, the physician, the corporation, the hospital, the clinic, they actually won't get reimbursed, so it gets labeled as anxiety or neuropathy or Guillain-Barre syndrome, when in actuality, it's very realistically a vaccine injury. Now, I'm not, uh, even though I founded American Frontline Nurses, I've traveled extensively to South America, India, and South Africa, working in hot zones, stopping the spread of the virus, and working with early intervention. And nowhere in those countries, in developing nations, do I see these issues that we see here in the United States. It's actually, I'm a very proud American citizen. I come from a family of immigrants, and my mother told me that the United States is the, the best country in the world, though granted I am biased being an American. And our level of healthcare has been deteriorated to substandard third world nation healthcare, whereas I tell people you are better off in South America in a field hospital than you are in level one trauma designer hospitals in the United States. As nurses, we are getting reports across the country from our American frontline nurses about patients not getting food, patients not getting water. How come a patient hasn't been fed in nine days? Why do I need to get a court order to force a hospital to feed a person who isn't intubated and who's literally telling you they would like food? Oh, well, you can't take your BiPAP mask off. Well, that's what us nurses are for. We're going to help you take that off and we're going to help you eat, but we're not allowed to. If you know if they're on a ventilator, they're not getting basic standards of care. I've had patients that haven't been bathed, haven't been fed, haven't been given water, haven't been turned. And if you ask me, this isn't a hospital, this is a concentration camp. That's right. Absolutely it is. Nowhere in the United States do we isolate people for hundreds of hours at a time with no human contact. It's not even allowed in the prisons. You are not allowed to isolate a prisoner for beyond a certain extensive amount of time because it is, it is horrible for their mental health and is considered inhumane. However, in these hospitals now, we're allowed to isolate patients from their families for days, and you have to say, 
goodbye to them over an iPhone, as Jennifer Bridges has just demonstrated to us, or she has to shuttle people in to see. And personally, I was fired for sneaking a Hispanic family in to say the last rites to their family. And so thank you, Senator Johnson, for giving nurses the opportunity to come and represent our patients, because as you can see, we're not often thought of as uh, leading professionals, though we are the missing link between the doctors and the patients. So thank you so much for this time. All right, you just heard a nurse giving her firsthand account. Folks, I'm telling you, these people are heartless. Dr. Dobbs is heartless. Tate Reeves is heartless. Dr. Byers, Dr. Woodard, Dr. Jones, they are heartless. And these kids, these pediatric deaths, folks, I'm telling you, there's more to it than that. There's more to it. Folks, I have not. Look, I've come to you correct since the beginning of this thing. These people, in order to advance their cause, to keep their bonuses going, to keep the money coming into these hospitals, they will kill your kids. They just kill the adults. Their policies. Dr. Dobbs knows. And these parents are distraught. Their child's in the hospital. And they're trusting in these people who are doing things at the behest of these pharmaceutical companies, the CDC, all these Mengele-type individuals. Dr. Dobbs is a foul. He's foul. He's foul. But you know what? He will be there when everybody else is gone. Tate Reeves will keep him because him and Tate are just like they got the same heart. It's all about the money. Dr. Dobbs is still pushing this vaccine. He's still telling that lie that uh, 97, 93 percent or whatever he said was of the people in the hospital for COVID are unvaccinated. Nowhere in the country is that true. You see how willing they are to tell a if they tell a white lie, they will tell a lie. They will tell any lie. Mm, I'm just telling you, folks. And for those of you who are so afraid and you're afraid to stand up, you're no different than when I was talking on yesterday about the black politicians who under no circumstances are helping out making our community better anymore. They're just getting what they can get, won't leave the stage of life. They all, all they want is awards, plaques, and certificates and somebody to acknowledge them as being the first this, that, or the other. And the rest of y'all, you're doing the same thing. You're afraid to stand up for your kids and say, hell no, you're not doing this to my child. And your baby looking up at you, trusting you implicitly to cover them, keep them squared away. And you turning them over to the jab. You're turning them over to the the macabre Dr. Dobbs. A man who consistently, consistently misrepresents the data, the science and everything else for the purpose of pushing the booster, pushing the shots and the booster shots. And anything else these pharmaceutical companies want. And then Tate Reeves sitting back after being on the damn TV four or five hours every day at the beginning of this thing. Now you can't find him. He ain't got any commentary. All the data has come out to show that they misled us about the COVID death. They misled us about the PCR test. One lie after another. So you think they're going to you think they're going to do right by our kids? Just remember, these babies weren't dying beforehand. 
Now, Dr. Dobbs is trying to tell us they're dying because they weren't vaccinated. They weren't vaccinated when the first coronavirus was unleashed on us. Hands just dripping in blood. Just dripping in blood. That goes for Jones, Woodard, Byers, and everybody else on those medical boards down there running this scam. Not one of them had the damn courage to say, I, I can't be a part of this anymore. Because it's always about the money with them. If it ain't about the money, well, hey, come on to the show and tell us what it's, what's really going on. What is it really about? It can't be about the people's health. They're dying. You wouldn't allow them to have uh, 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 preventatives, the ivermectin and everything else. You, you came up and said, oh, no, 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 no. Those things hadn't been tested. Now, the UMC is part of a study that says uh, 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 it was a study regarding the uh, uh, death of uh, the hospitalization and death of these kids. Part of a nationwide study. Now, they got time to do the study on that, but they don't have time to do study on ivermectin. They don't have time to do study on hydroxychloroquine or anything like that. Just anything that's further in the, the narrative that's pushed out by the CDC, WHO, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna. These people are evil. I don't give a damn what you say. You're evil. You kill babies. Willing to kill babies. Man, I tell you what. Like I said before, I don't see any other alternative to what's coming down on, in this country. I mean, it's going to come down. Either you're going to stand or you're going to die. They're going to kill you one way or the other. These people have the taste of blood. Nothing they're doing affirms life. You know what? The only reason why I'm sitting here today is God's grace and mercy and the fact that there were so many of you out there keeping my name alive on social media, keeping just keep, keeping it out there. I, was, I guess I was a high profile. I don't know. But I tell you what, everything that nurse said in that, in that situation, I told y'all when I came back. And you know, when I came back, I was still full of medicine. I didn't know how much medicine they had in me. But I told you, I said, you know what? I'm recovering from the treatment. I'm not recovering from the pneumonia. And they had me on what they said was a diabetic diet, but they were bringing me in biscuits, uh, rolls the size of hubcaps, mashed potatoes, and big old uh, 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 Salisbury steak things about two inches tall. I said, I can't eat this stuff. I said, I need a salad. I couldn't get a salad. I said, I'm backed up. I said, I need some greens. I need, some. my daughter brought me a, a Nukes Simply Salad up there. Man, I crapped everywhere for days. They, I'm telling you, the nurse is absolutely right. These people are not dying from COVID. They're dying from neglect. This is the neglect that Dr. Dobbs, in what I would term as medical malfeasance with his protocols that he's implementing as a result of what the CDC is saying. You're supposed to kill people because the CDC says? But you won't, you won't prolong life, ensure life, or prevent death because it's the right thing to do, but you'll do it. Because, okay, so now tell us how much money you get. Because you weren't killing people before. Two, three years ago, you weren't killing people. So what happened, Dobbs? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, the final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade Show. We have Dixon on the line. What do you say, Dixon? Mr. Wade, how you doing this evening? Great. What's up, buddy? And I'm on my way to class, but I heard you, and please allow me to disagree respectfully. All right. You say they're going to kill you one way or the other. Right. I beg to differ. They're going to try to kill you one way or the other. Remember, there was a little guy named David, 
and a big old Democrat named Goliath. And I think <laughs> we know how that turned out. Yeah. Yeah. Be blessed now. Y'all have a good weekend. Pre- appreciate you. Appreciate you so much. You know, uh, uh, no, laying all jokes aside, folks, these people are serious about killing people. This old hiding behind where we're just following the protocols. Dude, you, you took the oath. So you're saying because the CDC says something that you can go in there and do everything that's contrary to your medical training and that it's okay. Folks, you're going to be sitting on a jury hearing this stuff. Remember, Dr. Dobbs is full of crap. He can say what he wants. His policies has led to the death of a lot of people. Tate Reed's silence has led to the death of a lot of people. The fact that he keeps Dobbs on has led to the death of a lot of people. And I hate that for, I mean, Tate's dad's a great guy, stand-up guy. I hate that for him to have to watch his son go down this path. But Tate's policies have killed people. He can dance around and do their all shucks, opie dance and whatever. They have killed people. And the fact was, they wouldn't take counsel. This is, that's the true meaning of a psychopath. I mean, a psycho, uh, you know, psychopath rather they they won't take counsel you can say man look this is killing me this is killing my family this is killing my child they don't care full steam ahead be careful where you take them kids to those hospitals now you better be careful they're killing them over there with the policies we'll be right back all right folks we're back it's friday glad to be back here in the studios again today and don't forget folks the gun and knife club begins in earnest in 53 minutes be ye ready or be ye prayed up or be ye out of town if you get caught slipping folks you'll become room temperature out here and uh, actually that's about 37 degrees it's cold outside and if you can't stand the cold you don't want to be buried in that dirt not today also, I want to remind you, folks, you got a taste for pizza tonight. Pizza Shack. That's right. Pizza Shack Pizza uh, stands at the ready, folks, to deliver to you that pizza you love. They're located at 463 there in Madison, right there across from Cups, Espresso, Lowe's, uh, Office Depot, whatever you want to call it. And you can stop by there and get you some good, good, good pizza. And as I've told you, uh, I don't know what kind of sauce they have on there, but it doesn't bother me. So if you have a problem with red sauce, uh, I know it doesn't bother me. I know some of us have to take the next on on you eating tomatoes and things like that. Uh, it's not the case here. And it's good, and it's also good, actually, uh, the next day, just FYI. So check out Pizza Shack. Go to PizzaShackPizza.com and have some of the best pizza known to mankind. And uh, we just want to encourage you to do that today. All right, folks, It is. Uh, we just played that clip from the nurse. And, uh, and uh, in all seriousness, folks, these people are not – these are not the hospitals of your of your parents. These aren't the hospital of five, six years ago. These pharmaceutical companies, these uh, uh, the CDC, these people, the pharmaceutical companies have bought off everybody. There's nobody who's an honest player anymore, it seems, up and down the food chain. Those who are the honest players have to keep their head down just to keep the job. There's going to be a day of reckoning for all this stuff. All this COVID thing, this is just another scam from Wall Street that's going to catch up with them. I told you how it's going to play out. The Bar Association has been sitting there on hold, letting these people amass all this money, do all this wrong, and they're going to swoop in 
just like they did with the Johnson and Johnson baby powder and they did with the Roundup and everything. That's how the game goes. That's what I was telling you earlier, man. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Because all it's going to take is one felony conviction from am one of these players in this COVID scam, and the whole thing's going to fall apart. And I can guarantee you, the folks who took the money, these, these uh, uh, government bureaucrats, these folks ain't built for prison. They ain't built, they're going to sing. The question is, will we have a Department of Justice that's willing to come down on them? And if the D- Department of Justice at the federal level is not willing to it, all you need is a, uh, an attorney general in one of the counties anywhere in the United States to take this thing to trial. And once that conviction is, is gotten there at the trial level, and it's upheld all up the food chain, baby, the whole scam falls apart. The whole, not some of it, the entire liability immunity that they've been hanging their hat on. But see, their whole position is we've made so much money. Yeah, if we pay out, if we just pay out half of what we got, we're still ahead of the game. Because from what, I was, what I've been seeing and what I've been reading, they've been buying these uh, government officials for $25,000. They, they they alluded to the fact that they paid an official in Georgia twenty five million. I believe it was the state of Georgia. It's one of these states. I believe it was Georgia to basically hold the people of Georgia's head under the blanket while their big brother passed gas on it. That's what they did. That's what they're doing. And I don't doubt it's any different in any of the states. This is, this is why, like I said, when you go in there to take that jab, in all those papers, amongst all those papers, they got a waiver in there where you're saying, hey, I took this jab voluntarily. I was happy to take it. That document alone is enough to tell you that they know that they're doing something wrong. And it wasn't about the health. They were just threatening you with your job for you to take it. The people uh, of the of the Hershey's Corporation was firing all those workers who didn't take the jab. But they said, now, we'll give you two months severance package if you sign this document saying that you won't sue us for us firing you for not taking the jab. Folks, that's an admission of guilt. But again, because people have gotten so good to so used to the good life and many of you who gotten good to the uh gotten used to the good life we have here in America you the main ones sitting back doing nothing watching the good life being taken from you by people who don't respect the very instruments policies procedures laws ideals philosophies that made this country what it is that gave you us all the choices we have when it comes to I don't know candy drugs Breakfast cereal, places to go, places to buy gasoline, places to sleep and lodge. You're destroying all that anyway through your silence, through your unwillingness to stand up for anything. So all you're doing is delaying the time when you got to pay that price. Kim, you always try see who, I don't know who you think you are. You trying to exhort somebody into, no, I'm just telling y'all, these people are evil. Dr. Dobbs is, is, I don't think he's capable of telling the truth. I don't think he's capable. And then Tate is incapable of recognizing the fact that he's not telling the truth. Because I believe all of them have taken money, 
why either through the federal government or some other entity to take the positions that they take. They are not concerned with our health. If they were, if they were, they would have approved ivermectin. They wouldn't have been making it a hassle for uh, uh, doctors to write prescription for hydroxychloroquine. They wouldn't have been doing all, they wouldn't have taken any of those steps. They would have said, whatever we can do to put out this fire, let us do it. Nope. They were had, they had tunnel vision. Folks, we have to stand up. I pray that we do in time for the sake of the kids. And, I, you know, I just pity those kids that's falling under the, the falling to the clutches of these folks at these hospitals. And UMC being one of them, it looks like. I mean, they're taking money for this study that they were a part of. And all I can say, me, the layman, these kids, these kids weren't dying when the original coronavirus, because you got to understand what the coronavirus was based on what they told us. The whole gain of function research thing, what the purpose of it was. The purpose of the gain of function research was to make whatever virus that they created deadlier, deadlier deadlier not make the world safer not make the world healthier but to make the virus deadlier and the vehicle to make the virus the coronavirus deadlier was the spike protein the spike protein was like putting a golf ball with screws on the end of it sticking out and running it through your vein system through your internal organs Now, when the coronavirus was at its worst, according to the pandemic scam hustlers, our babies weren't dying. 17-year-olds weren't dying of heart attacks. 10-year-olds weren't dying of heart attacks. They come out with the vaccine. The vaccine consisted of forcing your body to create the spike protein. The spike protein, as I just mentioned, was the secret sauce they came up with to make the coronavirus deadly. That's what I'm saying. So why would I take, I'm saying to myself, why would I take the vaccine? You told me the uh, the spike protein was the secret sauce that was making this thing bad, making it worse, making it deadly. So I'm supposed to feel good about taking a vaccine that's going to force my body to create the spike protein. And I'm saying, that don't even sound right. So now our kids are dying from the same symptoms and diseases of people who had had the coronavirus initially. And the only difference is they either taken the vaccine or they've been exposed to people who have taken the vaccine. And the, and the vaccine manufacturers will tell you themselves, you can still spread even after you had the vaccine. So the kids are getting it from the people who have been vaccinated okay. because the original virus didn't bother them. Okay. Their immune system was good to go. But those devils who came up with the original protein, spike protein, for the purposes of making it deadly to humankind, figured out we can put something in the vaccine that will make it deadly to the kids. These people are evil. Dr. Dobbs! is evil.
Byers, Woodard, Jones, all the rest of them. They're participating in this murder of our citizens through following the protocols and policies of the CDC and anything else they're doing up there that we don't know about. So go ahead on like the Aztecs and the Mayans and take your child up to the volcano of the UMC and throw them in. So Dr. Dobbs can say, see, I told you. You should have listened to me or your kids would be dead. Well, they're dead now. Well, they'd be dead or deader. Like he said in that article in the Mississippi Free Press, he said, <laughs> he said uh, uh, people who are dying from COVID would have died worse if they, no, their death would have been, they wouldn't be, I guess they would be less dead if they had had the vaccine. Some silly stuff. This man just, he just spouts off. He sounds like a talk show host. Our number is 601-879-0002. But no, take your kids on down there. What the hell? At this point here, what difference does it make? Heck, we're killing babies. We're killing old folks. Look, you take your child down there at nine years old and they kill him. You just look at it as a late-term abortion. You know, whatever. You know, everything's relative, man. I'm just staggered by the number of adults who don't give a crap about anybody else. Just staggered. And to the parents out there who don't know what to do, hey, why don't you study? Why don't you get some information on your own? Because you don't want to be responsible for what you might find. Because what you might find may cause you to take a stand that will affect your livelihood. Your play. See, I come from the generation of some no-limit soldiers. My parents would have died for us. These parents today, sucking their teeth, looking in the back seat, looking in the rearview mirror at that baby in that baby seat. Come down to me and you, baby. If it's me or you, you got to go. That's not natural affection, baby. I'm talking about some no-limit mamas, mamas who will kill you about their kids. It ain't like that no more. These babies, I mean, from the time they conceived, they're under the gun. I mean, they could be taken out of here at any time. That's why I said the most amazing thing to me is to see a woman, to see a mother with her, with her mothering instincts intact. That is, that's fascinating to me. I love the dolting that you see, the love that you see being, being displayed. But what we're seeing now is not natural. That Dr. Waterdown, she's a mother. She's a mother. There used to be a time when people would be concerned about kids. I told you the story about Dr. Holtzclaw down there when he was setting up the Utica school down there, which later became Utica Junior College, etc. And how that old black lady farmer, I guess she was a farmer. She worked, they lived on a farm. I guess. She sent a quarter up there to Dr. Holtzclaw in his efforts to build the school. She said, FESA. Just scribbled on a note, FESA. This here for the kids. She ain't had no kids up there. We don't have that kind of love anymore. That's why I keep saying people in my age group, the adults on the stage of life now, some selfish SOBs. They ain't thinking about it. Just like Celeste, the young lady that was here on Wednesday, trying to talk to the Black Caucus about, hey, these kids, can't you can't get nobody to talk to her. 
Nobody wants to meet. They're too busy being important. They're too busy being black. Not godly, not righteous, not on point, just being black. <laughs> Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. It's Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Want to remind you, you're going to need a trailer. That's right, you need a starring trailer. Stop by there this weekend, located 6765 I 55 South, and pick out the trailer of your dreams. The one you need to get your work done equipment trailers, concession, flatbed, car hauling, dump trailers, landscape, goosenecks. They have them. Folks, check them out today. You can check them out online, too. Trailer by BUY.com. 6765 I 55 South. And if you need parts, they have them tires, bearings, dust cap, wheels, fenders, wires, tires, jacks, plugs, listen,、uh, little fasteners, whatever you need, bushings. So if you need that, tra-、uh, that trailer, need some、uh, parts, they can do it. And if you need service, guess what? They do that too. Trailerby.com is the web presence located physically 6765 I 55 South. Get ready for that warm, ready, warm, warm, warm. Warm weather, and you'll be glad you did. All right, and never be afraid about the very best, you'll always be pleased with it. And that would be starring trailer. All right, folks, it is an open forum. Want to remind you a couple things.、Uh, the Dinesh D'Souza movie is going to be coming out. I want you guys to keep an eyeball out for when it's actually going to hit the theaters. And what we're going to do, we're going to have a WYAB day or night or whatever. And、uh, we're going to show up and support that movie. That movie is called 2000 Mules. About,、uh, the, it's a documentary about the stolen election. They've got the film of the Democrat kids stealing the election, stuffing the ballot box,、uh, the drop boxes, and everything else. They got on masks, ski masks, they have on rubber gloves. They're doing everything. Look, typical Democrats, they're stealing. Uh, so, all those folks who said that the election wasn't stolen, They all continue to say that because they're Democrats and the truth ain't in them. But you'll be able to see for yourself it really was stolen. And here they're talking about President Trump trying to uh, 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 institute a coup, an insurrection, and they're only deflecting because they already had tried it and they succeeded in stealing the election. But that's okay, folks. No live lives, no lie lives forever. These people are going to get their comeuppance, they're going to have their time to fight. Write it in blood. All right, folks, it is an open forum.、Uh, I do want to remind you if you're out furniture shopping this weekend, don't forget our good friends over at Lewis Furniture Store and Clinton, Clinton's only furniture store. Folks, they're getting it done over there. All right? And、uh, if you're looking for those items that are going to make your home stand out, don't forget Lewis Furniture Store. Right next to Nukes in Clinton, they're open 24 hours a day on the web, lewisfurnitureStore.com. And、uh, don't forget there's a gun show in Greenville this weekend if you're going to be up in the Delta. Big Pop's、uh, gun show is going to be there in Greenville, Mississippi, as they would say. Come on down. All right, folks, we keep sounding the alarm, and if the Lord says the same, we're going to be having an interview with Dr. Blaylock next week. And uh, uh, as you know, he is a local physician who's been very strident. Now, he has his own website, and some guy, I don't know who, what is his name? He, every time Dr. Blaylock posts something in the Northside Sun, this guy. Comes out, I think he's a lawyer, Robert Wise, I believe his name is. I don't know. And、uh, he tries to rebut Dr. And, I, and I'm reading this article and I'm saying, dude, you're saying Dr. Blaylock, a physician of many years, a neurosurgeon, that he's suspect in his uh, uh, positions on COVID, 
the COVID scam, the pandemic, the whole nine yards. And yet, your only rebuttal are other doctors who you claim are legitimate, but Dr. Blaylock is not. Well, I think you're, you're not legitimate. Your arguments fall apart. Basically, it's just a bunch of opinions of other people that you're putting up there. And Doc is putting up stats, charts, science, and everything else. But again, Big Farmer's money knows no boundaries. I mean, you, you, Big Farmer's got everybody out there on the host row. I'm talking about they're prostituting themselves on behalf of this scam, this evil scam that kills babies, adults, grandparents, mothers, and fathers. Now, When all this stuff shakes out and you realize that your family endured all this pain. Your loved one died in a cold, sterile hospital room. Without the affection of loved ones around to send them off. You're going to be able to understand and see what I've been saying about Dr. Dobbs and Dr. Fauci and all Tate Reeves and all these other folks. These people are psychopaths. They don't they don't have any natural empathy. For the suffering of others. And the things that I've told you. To date have come to pass. I told you if you just hold on. We're going to see this thing turn around. And we are. But I will warn you. These devils have something else up their sleeve. They ain't just giving up and say. Oh my bad. No. They've got something else there. Those who believe that they. Uh that they're working on releasing the Ebola virus. They're doing some work on it down there in Texas. But after they've seen the power that they can wield by having a national emergency based on the medical, baby, they are not going to soon forget that. Matter of fact, we better not soon forget that. Come the next election cycle, we need to bounce out of office a certain number of politicians on both sides of the aisle for their reckless support or their lack of support of the people of Mississippi or their reckless support of the scamdemic in all its manifestations. Let them take that money they got from big Pfizer and big Moderna and big Johnson and Johnson or wherever else and let them live off of it. This is going to be a whole new game on how we're doing things going forward. And, You guys pass this on to Kenny Stokes so he can pass it on to the rest of the council people in case they hadn't heard me say this. I intend, Sock, you need to listen to me. I intend to go after the bond of anybody who signs off on this garbage contract. The bond that allows them to hold office. Because I'm convinced as night as follows day that you're doing something corrupt down there. And to Mayor Chalkline Lumumba, the garbage pickup is the only damn thing the city's doing halfway right, and you're going to mess that up because you see another opportunity to, to feather your hat, line your pockets, feather your nest, or whatever the terminology would be. We're about sick of you. We're sick of you and these set-aside Negroes making life harder for everybody. I'm sick of black politicians not fixing anything that's broken our community. Here, the water, excuse me, the garbage uh, pickup is not a problem in the city of Jackson. People aren't complaining about that. But just like they weren't complaining about the water meters, okay. y'all go in there and screw things up at great cost to everybody else while you and a few of your friends make the big bucks and we stuck like Chuck. No, I'm done with you Negroes. I don't owe y'all this. 
And then you got ignorant fools like Thomas who call here and tell me that I'm putting black people down. So? So what? They out here committing these capers, scams, and criminal acts, and I'm supposed to go along with it because I don't want to break the code? Negro. You got the wrong Negro, Woodrow. We got Mike on the line. Hey, man. Hey, how you doing? Great. What's going on, Mike? Oh, not too much, not too much. Hey, man, I just wanted to point out about this 2020 election. They keep telling us that it was nothing fraudulent, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, if you just take the numbers, use their numbers if you want, there's approximately 150 million registered voters in the United States. Right. Okay? Taking their numbers, Donald Trump got 72 million. Joe Biden got 82 million. Add that up, that comes up to 153 million. You're not going to convince me that every single registered voter in the United States voted plus 3 million. You're going to have to explain that to me in a way that I understand it, then I will shut up about voter fraud. But until then, I ain't. Amen, brother. I appreciate that. That is a good point. Uh, Thanks so much, Mike. What Mike is pointing out is is absolutely correct. And see, they want you to just blow by, but we're supposed to believe everything they say about Donald Trump. First of all, as president, he had a right to ask for, and if he needed, if he wanted to use the NSA data to do that, see, they try to make everything that he did uh, seem like it was illegal. See, their game plan is to keep Trump tied up, just as they did. Uh, during his administration, keep him tied up where he can't get anything done. They don't want him to run again. I tell you, I, I despise these evil SOBs. I'm telling look, I, like I said before, I'm ready to throw down. Kim, you're a Christian. You're supposed to let the Lord serve. Okay, you're right. Then what you do is pray for me when I got to go talk to the Lord while I had to regulate those fools. Okay, do that for me. Can, can you do that, Mr. Uh, exemplary Christian? The bottom line is this stuff ain't going to stand. And I go back to my black folks. You lost your damn mind. You ain't fixed nothing. You had 40, 50, 60 years, and you don't have anything to show for your time up there in office. All you're doing is pulling scams and capers like like Chalk Lines is doing with the water sewer, like he's doing with the garbage contract. Now, they didn't order the part that needed to be ordered for the uh, uh, water treatment plant over there been eight nine months they ain't ordered it you know why because he's sitting around being damn black oh man i ain't get around to that you know i you know man man i was nurturing my blackness bro you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm sick of these negroes man Ooh, i almost said the word. i'm sick of these negroes this is just some crap why can't you Get your grind on and deliver some services that we want and need and get some things done. Everything y'all do take two or three trips. They've been working on a, they put a, uh, right up there in front of Redeemer Church. They had, I guess, a water leak or something. So they had to go into the freshly laid street up there and and, and fix it. Man, they done been out there at least, um, at least I give them credit for coming back out. They done put the orange cones up about five or six times. What does it take to get it right? Jeez Louise. Whoo, man, we need some white representatives. Like, ooh, like a hog needs slop. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back. It's Friday. And in another 18 minutes,、uh, the real movie, A Day to Die, commences at 6 p.m. here in the city of Jackson. What Bruce Willis is doing is just merely the sequel. You've been living it since you've been here. So、uh, if you don't want today to be the day you die, you need to be out of Jackson by 6 p.m. or strapped down in Jacktown. I'm talking about you need some artillery. You need somebody to have your six, and you need a tail gunner. You need a sniper. You need Jesus. Because, bro, these people play for keeps in Jackson. And the thing about it is, between the Rona, the water, and the Democrat heads, baby, you ain't got long for this world here in Jackson. I'm talking about the Grim Reaper that set up a satellite office up in here. Whoo!、Mm. Our number is 601 879 0002. Let's go to my friend Jeff. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, Kim? Doing great. So, you know, it, a long time ago, I realized what Democrats are doing to the minority community. And they position themselves as being for the poor, right? Right. And that the Republicans are for the rich. But if that's true, then the Republicans would need 51% or more of the population to be rich. And the Democrats, on the other hand, need 51% or more of the people to be poor. So they benefit off of keeping people poor. So do they fix the roads? No, because you know what? If you're having to spend your money on car repairs, you're not going to have the money to, to have a better life, and you're going to become more dependent on government. If your schools are operating good, your children are going to get educated, but they, they, they keep their, those kids. I mean, you see some of these kids coming out of school now, and they can't add, they can't read, they can't do math, or they, you know, they can't read, write, they can't do any of that stuff. So it really is an intentional thing of actually keeping minorities poor and dependent on them to deliver these goods. And what they end up getting is some brisket, not brisket, but they're getting some basic. Meat and a blanket, and they're not getting anything out of it. And so, don't expect the Democrats to do anything because they're going to keep you poor, so you're depending on them and voting for them. Well, you know, and、uh, I've come to that conclusion also, but I also realize that <laughs> these Democrats are just like those women who went over to Bill Cosby's house. They knew what was coming. Bill Cosby, this, this pudding pop tastes funny. Now, it's got quaaludes in it, girl. God, keep eating them. <laughs> these fools know what they're doing. I mean, at some point, you just got to write them off, and these people are knuckleheads. And yeah, Dar- well, Darwin needs to do his thing, you know? Yeah, so I think most minorities actually agree with you. But the problem is, is that if we speak up, we're coconut or we're, you know, we're, we're whatever. And we really don't want to be anti our own race, but. But we don't really see people out there speaking up. And I think people like you, people like me, we're out there. You've got a few callers, too, that are black that are saying, hey, enough's enough, and I'm speaking up. And I'm saying, you don't represent me. And we actually represent a lot more of the minority communities than the Thomases do. True. And I think it's just, we just got to have the courage to stand up and speak out. Well, you know, you know my, also my life's experience has shown me that some people just need to see the burning bush. They got to reach out and touch it. Oh, it's hot. Uh, and until such time, I mean, yeah, they believe like we do, but they don't have the courage of their convictions where they will move on it. And that's going to be a problem also because the people who think the other way, they're playing for keeps at every swing, brother, every time they come up the bat. Yeah. Well, look, I'll leave you with this thought. 
Fear is contagious, and courage is inspirational. Amen. Well said. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. All right. You know, I mean, a lot of us are, we're all on that same, I mean, we're at that same point. We see what we're seeing, as my brother Jack would always say, you see what you're seeing, quit trying to make it be something else. Dr. Dobbs is evil. The policies he's implementing, whether it's on behalf of the CDC or the EDC or EITC, doesn't make a difference. They're still killing people. And at some point you say, whoa, I don't want to do this, this anymore. You don't keep doing it, killing to the last man. And then when you're facing the music of some tribunal, then you want to say, oh, my bad. No, no. The fact that you won't change course leads me to give you the title of psychopath. You, you, you're just like those prison guards there at Auschwitz. You had no problems. On, okay, I mean, you coming to work every day watching these people get killed? No, our society is sick. It's sin sick. And all of us, all of us going to have dirt on our hands, blood on our hands for our inactions, our unwillingness to step up and call a spade a spade, even at penalty of our own death. The Chris Rays of the world, the Benny Thompsons of the world and all these other folks, they're trying to intimidate God-fearing men and women. In many cases, they're getting away with it. But God never promised us that it was going to be easy. And he never promised us that we get to live forever and that it would be air free. We all get to die like Billy, Billy Graham in our sleep with our hands folded over our chest with a content smile of, well, I'm looking to get a uh, servant well done from the pearly gates up there when I get up there. It may not be like that. You may die a painful death in the cause of freedom. I may die a painful death. I may die in a prison cell somewhere for saying what I'm saying believing what I'm believing and willing to do what I'm willing to do. I just pray that if I go, Lord, let it be on the group plan. Let me take a few, let's just say gentle souls with me. Not for the sake of seeing blood shed or, or anything like that, but for progeny's sake, for my kids and grandkids' sake so they don't have to fight it. I don't want my little two-year-old granddaughter out there having to fight Dr. Dobbs and Dr. Fauci and Tate Reeves and Benny Thompson and all these with her little hands when me, an old, gray-headed old man, could have put some fire on them before I left here. So this is, what, this is how I look at it. We don't owe these people our lives. God gave us free will. That's the only thing he didn't, from what I can see, the only thing he doesn't change, try to change, is our choices that we make. He forgives us of those choices if they're not good and in line with the word. But if you decide to be a coward, if you decide to be a Democrat kid, if you decide to be a black Democrat and aid and abet every evil idea that comes in the minds of white Democrats, then so be it. God's not going to tell you not to do it. But when you have to turn your palms up, when that day comes, don't be crying because you did everything you was big enough to do. Same with me, same with you. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Friday. The Gun and Knife Club begins in earnest. Want you to be prepared. Strap down in Jacktown. Do the belt buckle crawl if you need to when you hear that gunfire ring out. 
drop to the ground and try to crawl to your car, hopefully to retrieve a firearm to protect yourself. If you're riding around without a firearm, may the Lord be with you. All right, let's go to Miss Louise. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. I just wanted to say I agree with you 100%. I have 12 great-grandchildren on this soil. I love my country. I don't like the changes. And I'm 83, and it's not a whole lot I can do. But I tell you, I will never take a shot. I don't care what they say or who says it. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what God has for me, how long, or anything else. But I disagree with this new system. I do believe that the New World Order is trying to destroy my country. I do pray, and I do answer letters. I write letters, and I do tell people that I run across in my limited time out of this house because I've been sick. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, this mess is wrong. The shot, the mask, and that a critical race theory, and the stupidity of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That's why I I don't disagree with you. So you have a good weekend, and we'll talk next week. All right. Thank you so much, Ms. Louise. Bye-bye. All right. Folks, as I said before, we're all listen. We all we're all being held accountable, and for the life of me, and this is what, the veterans. I never understood the uh, the veterans. The, the, I mean, I understand the pain that causes them to do that, but the uniformity of them just taking their own lives and sparing the lives of the ones who cause all that pain in their lives. All these jellyback politicians that send them over like Roger Wicker want to send people over to Ukraine and he's so concerned about the border. These people so clearly and obviously bought off, rented out on the host roll for people with money doing right don't even cross their mind anymore. And we have all these good men and women taking their lives when we need them to mount one more battle against the forces of evil. I just, I guess that's just me. That's how I see the world. Because I'm old enough to remember the time that when people were being held in a bad situation, being held captive in foreign lands and places like that, when they saw that American flag coming over the horizon, their hope sprung in their hearts. Now you see that American flag, you think, here come that damn FBI setting us up with a false flag operation. Homeland Security, Department of Defense. We're not outnumbered. We're underprayed. That's what's going on. These people are not omnipotent. Their plans are not irreversible and they're not invincible. You and I have to just make the determination that we're not going along with this crap. Just like the truckers up there, once the truckers said they weren't moving and the tow truck drivers said they weren't moving, then the other side had to decide what they're going to do. We're going to bring the troops in here and make this a bigger mess than what we have? If you would just stand up for something. As I said before, I don't know how you can look in your rearview mirror and look at those babies in that child seat back there and not realize that duty is calling you to greater heights. You're not making it easy on them by being a coward now. 
You're just leaving them to have to fight a battle that they're going to be totally disarmed from for in the future. Second Amendment gone, free speech is gone. No spiritual underpinnings to strengthen the spine spiritually so they can withstand the arrows of evil. All that is being abandoned by you and me. And yet we want people to respect our titles. When we're fearful of a title of some government bureaucrat with an embossed business card that has a state seal on it. When you have the promise of God that you said you were standing on all these years and come to find out God, God can't depend on you. Your kids can't depend. Your wife can't depend on you. You can't depend on you. I'm not trying to talk like I'm some tough guy that I got all this and I ain't go. Hoss, I'm just saying death is not the worst thing can happen to me. The worst thing can happen to me is to die a coward and die repudiating the word of God abandoning the Holy Spirit and denying Jesus Christ. That's the worst thing that can happen to me. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in 70 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace. A coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier dies but once. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.